0: A Table of Fables Constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions. It makes a story, a million stories. see the stories hello boys and girls and welcome to the table of fables podcast i am james funny hat I have a very nice hat today. It is my bath hat. And it's not really a funny hat, except for the rubber ducky on top, which some people laugh at. Some people love rubber duckies and find them a source of comfort. And others laugh at them. What do you think? Would you laugh at my bath hat just only because of the rubber ducky? Today's episode is supported by Rita in Toronto, who just had a birthday and turned five years old. She has also a brother named Antonio, who knows how to play guitar. He can play Elvis on guitar, and he can make real lion sounds. I think he's probably like nine or ten, or maybe like 15 years old or something. Well, Rita, thank you very much for supporting the show, and happy birthday. Well, today, We don't have any questions from listeners. And I don't know if everybody was shy, but none of the boys or girls sent in any questions. But we do have a question from a dad. And that is quite all right for moms and dads to send in questions too. And this question is from Al, who is Azan's dad in Toronto. And he asks this. Which newspapers do the reporters in the Temple of Miracles work for? My guess is the Boston Globe. Well, thank you very much for the excellent question, and it is great to get a question from a parent. Well, the answer to that is, of course, National Geographic, and there was also another journalist from the Winnipeg Tribune. And there was also another journalist from the Toronto Sun. Who knew? Well, we have an episode today with a story, and the story is about inventions. Now, if you look around where you are, maybe you're at home, and most of the things that you probably will look at have been invented by someone. If you see a clock, somebody had to make the first clock because they don't grow on trees. There aren't clock trees. If you see a carpet on the floor, someone will have made the first carpet. If you're in a car right now, you can look around you and see all kinds of inventions. Somebody had to invent the engine. Someone had to invent how to get the metal out of the ground to make an engine. Someone had to invent how to get the gas out of the ground to make the engine run. Someone had to invent many, 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 many years ago even how to make a wheel. Now, all of these things began in someone's mind. Somebody had an idea. Maybe they were looking at the sunrise. Maybe they were just walking along, minding their own business, and poof! They had an idea for something that did not exist. Now, some of you might have it happen to you, maybe when you're grown up, or maybe tomorrow, of something that does not exist. Maybe you might have an idea or how a car could work without making pollution. Or maybe you might have an idea for a way to make water in the oceans cleaner. Maybe you might have a new idea about how to make a pair of shoes that don't wear out. Well, if it happens to you that you have the idea And then if you figure out how to make that thing, you will be an inventor. And the world needs inventors. Because all of the things that are in your house and all the things that are in our world were made by someone. And they're probably all pretty good, but they could get better. And there are things that no one has thought of yet that will make things Even better, there was a time when the only way to see at night was to light a candle. Well, how do you see at night now? You turn on a switch because somebody invented a light bulb. And somebody invented how to use the electricity that powers the light bulb. All of these things were invented. So if you figure out how to make your invention, you might be one of those people that makes the world better. There are lots of different ways to make the world better. You can make the world better just by being kinder to the people that you know and the people that you don't know. But some of you will be the inventors of the future who will have an idea and not just have the idea, but figure out how to make that idea into something that actually is real. So, the story will begin soon. When you hear the story bell, put your hands up in the air. When you can't hear it anymore, put your hands down, and then it will begin. Just to make sure we're ready, let's take a deep breath. And breathe all the way out. And all the way in. And all the way out. Here comes the bell. There once was a very clever inventor called Dr. Edison Datum. An inventor is someone who has an idea to make something that does not exist, and they figure out a way to make that thing exist. Dr. Edison Datum was very good at this, and he invented many things, such as the jetpack, which looked like a backpack, except it had an engine in it that could make you fly up into the air like... He also invented suction shoes. You'd tie them on like regular shoes, but when you put them on, you could walk up walls. He also invented x-ray glasses. And you put on these glasses, and you could see through any wall. He also invented the chocolatizer which was a little bit of powder that you could sprinkle on any kind of food and it would make it taste like chocolate, which was very handy if there was a food that you didn't like but you knew it was healthy and you liked chocolate. He also invented the invisible suit. And if you put on the invisible suit, no one could see you. So Dr. Edison Datum made very many marvelous inventions, and this is the story of The Last Invention that he made. The interplanetary boomerang. The interplanetary boomerang was a simple piece of metal, but it was cut and twisted in a particular way at a particular angle so that when you threw it, it left your hand at the speed of a rocket ship would go out of the sky into outer space and return exactly where you threw it from four hours later. Sometimes they would even come back sprinkled with meteor dust. It turned out that many, many people wanted to have an interplanetary boomerang. So many people wanted them from all around the world that Dr. Edison Datum could not make them fast enough in his shop. And he had to make a factory. And a factory is where lots of people come together in one place and make one particular thing, and they do one particular job. So he opened the factory, and he hired the workers, and trained them up. He went to the first worker and said, Do you see those 10,000 pieces of metal? We are going to turn them into 10,000 interplanetary boomerangs. Your job is to lift the metal onto this table, like this. Lift, lift. Lift, lift. Now do not make any mistakes. Then he went to the next worker and said, When the piece of metal arrives on this table, your job is to cut it like this. Cut, 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 cut. You will be cutting all day. Do not make any mistakes. Then he went to the next worker and said, Your job is to take this cut piece of metal and to twist it in this precise angle. Twist, 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 twist. Do not make any mistakes. And then he went to the last worker and said, Your job is to take this twisted and cut piece of metal and to hammer it into its final form, like this. Hammer, 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 hammer. I repeat to you all, do not make any mistakes. If anyone should make a mistake, they will be fired. And then he said to them all, When I say begin, you will begin to make the interplanetary boomerangs. We will be making ten thousand units a day. I repeat, do not make any mistakes, or you will be fired. When you're fired, that means you lose your job. And Dr. Edison Datum thought that no one should make mistakes, because he thought he was very clever. He thought he was very smart. He thought he was the smartest person in the world. In fact, he thought he was the smartest person that ever lived. And he did not tolerate any mistakes from anyone. And so the factory began its work. Begin, said Dr. Edison Datum. That was how it was for the workers. They would be doing the same thing all day. The lifter would just lift and lift and lift. The cutter would just cut and cut and cut. And the twister would twist, twist, twist. And the hammerer would hammer, hammer, hammer. And in the end, there were interplanetary boomerangs produced. But it started to be a little bit boring for the workers who were only doing the same thing all day. And then something happened to the worker who was doing the hammering. He was so hungry, he couldn't think of anything else but food. He was really trying to focus, but then... I'd really love a sandwich right now. He made a mistake. He hammered in the wrong place. Dr. Edison Datum stormed out of his office and said, You are fired. You were supposed to be thinking about hammering, but you were thinking about lunch. You're fired. Get out. And so the worker had to leave, and Dr. Edison Datum trained a new worker to do the hammering. And the work began again. But then, the worker, who was doing the twisting, started to feel a little bit bored and a little bit tired and started to imagine how nice it would be to have a nap with his teddy bear. bear. Dr. Edison Datum stormed out of his office again and said, You are fired! You were supposed to be twisting, but you were thinking about your teddy bear. Go away and don't come back. And so he trained a new worker to do the twisting, and then the work began again. But then... The worker who was doing the cutting started to get bored and a little bit tired and started looking at his fingers very closely, and he wondered. I wonder why my fingers are all different lengths. You're fired, said Dr. Edison Datum as he stormed out of his office once again. You are supposed to be cutting. You are not supposed to be measuring your fingers. He hired someone else, and the work began again. But shortly after, the worker that was doing the lifting started to think about unicorns. I wonder how sharp their horns are. Dr. Edison Datum stormed out of his office, You are fired. You are not supposed to be thinking about unicorns. Get out of the factory, he said. Well, he found out that none of the workers were perfect. And they all made mistakes. And he started to think to himself, Hmm, if only I could invent something that is as perfect as me. I shall do it. I will invent a robot. And he went into his shop. And he started to build a robot that could do all of the lifting, that could do all of the cutting, that could do all of the twisting and all of the hammering. And not only that, it would be able to fire all the other workers who made mistakes. You are fired. And the next morning, he opened the factory and let his new robot work there, too. You. Are. Fired. Yes, one of the workers made a mistake and was fired by the robot. And the robot jumped right in and replaced that worker. (coughs) Oh no, I forgot to feed my goldfish! Fired. Another mistake. Another worker fired, and the robot replaced that worker, too. I wonder what color Dr. Edison Datum's underwear is? You are fired. And now, besides the robot, there was only one worker left. More workers left, only the robot who never made mistakes. <laughs> Dr. Edison Diddy was delighted. He came out of his office and watched as the robot perfectly executed all of the jobs in the factory. He thought to himself, what a great robot. I think i will go and give it a hand. I'll do some hammering. <laughs> Hammer! so clever. Dr. Edison Datum, you are fired. You've come to the end of the story. You've come to the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much also to Rita for supporting the show today and have a very happy birthday. If you would like to support the show, you can find out how on my website, jamesfunnyhat.com. And next time, don't be shy. Send in your questions. Send in your comments. All the kids, all the adults, you can all send your questions in. We'll see you next time on the Table of Fables.